Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Today, we're going to talk about intelligence. We always hear about IQ, you know, and intelligence, but we never hear about, um, we hear about the intellectual quotient, never hear about emotional intelligence, which is very, very powerful and just as powerful as IQ. Today, we're going to talk to an expert, Mary O'Sullivan who's had over 30 years of experience in the aerospace and defense industry. She's acted as as a change agent. She's offered solutions on changing behaviors. She is credentialed by the International Coaching Federation and is a senior certified professional coach by the Society for Human Resource Management. She's also a certified EQ.20 and Q360 practitioner, as well as an appreciative inquiry practitioner. So she's pretty amazing, and Mary has a wealth of information. Her website is EncoreExecutiveCoaching.com. Welcome, Mary. Thank you, Patricia. I'm privileged to be with you today. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, So let's talk about, we always hear about IQ. You know, what's your IQ? How smart are you? But let's talk about Mm -hmm. EQ. Why is EQ just as important? And what realm is EQ all about? Is it about empathy, understanding? Where is that? So, yeah, you're absolutely correct in that EQ encompasses all of those things. And EQ stands for emotional quotient, whereas IQ stands for intelligence quotient. And what researchers have found is that, particularly in leadership, that without emotional intelligence, leaders often flounder. And the model now has moved away from the authoritarian-type leader and the command and control type of organization into more of a collaborative organization. Um, and it's been proven over and over again that when a leader asks his subordinates, his direct reports, and those other people that are in his organization, when they're when people are asked what they think or what they uh, what they envision for the organization, they're very accurate in, in telling the leader. And if the leader can consider the opinions and thoughts of their reports, their subordinates, that the entire organization runs much more smoothly. And in fact, what you have is complete buy-in from the people who are able to contribute to the leader's decisions. And so emotional intelligence, you mentioned empathy and compassion. So it does measure um, people's ability to Um, function, and it's really all about social interactions as well as interpersonal interactions. So, in other words, Mm -hmm. it's it's all about trying to read the room. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you walk into a room, sometimes you get a vibe, a vibration of what's going on in that situation. Um, Some people don't. Some people just don't have that focus, and it also depends on 
um, on the person. So you might be able to pick up some vibes in one environment, but not necessarily in another. So, you know, there, there are a number of ways, and actually what's been found is that the, um, uh, the uh, emotional intelligence measurements are just as important as any other measurement in, um, in yeah, any so, kind of leadership situation. So what fits into this also is the intuition, right? The gut, you know, really yes, tuning absolutely. into what you're feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a lot about intuition, but it's, been, it's about being able to um, follow that with some kind of common sense and intelligence attached to it. Because I don't know how much you know about intuition, but it starts really with the gut. Right. And the, the gut has something like 80 million um, neurons, and that's connected to the heart, which also has a, a great number of neurons, which, of course, connects to the brain. So the gut, or the vagus nerve, which goes through the gut, uh, is really kind of your primitive brain. And so when the gut starts to react, it sends messages through the heart and the brain, and then it's up to the conscious individual to make decisions based on not only their gut, but also what other cues they're getting into so, um, in from so, the so, outside world. So, Mary, I'm curious. I wonder if there have been any studies about EQ versus IQ, meaning if you, if you have a strong intelligence quotient, does that mean that you have a strong EQ or do you usually have... I mean, do they go hand in hand or can one be very no, high and one be low? Absolutely not. Uh, so there are lots of examples of uh, leaders who are very technically astute. In fact, right. where I used to work, you couldn't get to the top of the rung. You couldn't become the CEO of a $26 billion company unless you had a PhD in engineering, right? Mm-hmm. So that because mm-hmm. it was an engineering company. Um, and we find the same thing with any kind of specific um, area, like hospitals, okay? You can have brilliant doctors, but they can have horrible bedside manner. And what we're finding now is that the IQ is not as important as the EQ because the EQ is helping people get along with others, okay? Right. And also... When you tune into your emotional intelligence, you're tuning into your overall well-being and overall happiness. So if you're a happy person, when you show up on the job, regardless of what it is and what you're doing, carpenter, plumber, doctor, teacher, CEO, doesn't matter. If you're a happy person who's content in their well-being, you're going to perform better, and that's been borne out by research. Mary, would you say that resilience fits into this, you know, people who are hardy, who really can bounce back? Would that fit into EQ? Yes, it does. Um, Resilience is uh, one of the uh, parts of emotional intelligence. There are five spokes of a wheel, as we say. And um, there's self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management. 
So you take all those things together, and if you can be flexible, if you can tolerate stress, and you have an optimistic outlook or a positive outlook, um, and it's it's tough because that's a very uh, desirable quality, but not everybody can be optimistic. But some people just have this air about them of optimism. Those things all add up to resilience. Mm -hmm. And if you look at all these other folks on the wheel, self-perception, that has to do with self-respect, self-actualization, and emotional self-awareness. So this is one thing I like to work on with clients because clients react. Um, They come in very angry about an employee or a boss, and they're just a mess of emotions. And so I like to work with people to try to get them to be more aware emotionally so that they can see when those hot buttons are being triggered. And that helps them make a better decision. So rather than walking into a room and seeing something that's not right and blowing up or a coworker just knows how to get to you, Maybe they don't even realize what they're doing, but they push those buttons and you react, even if you don't say anything, but inside you're burning up. So what I try to work on with people is give yourself a break. So you don't have to emotionally respond like that because that's part of your overall emotional self-awareness. You know that person's going to make you angry. So step back and take a breath. And give yourself a chance to let that hot feeling go away. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and it is part of this. But that's all part of, as you're saying, that's all part of the awareness. You know, taking a mm-hmm. breath, pausing, walking out of the room. That's all part of the emotional intelligence because if all you have is, as you said, the intelligence quotient, you don't even pick up the signals. You don't even notice what's yeah. going on. That's true. That's very true. Absolutely. um, You know, and that goes to things like interpersonal relationships, you know, like how, how good are you at empathy? How good are you at uh, relating to others, to showing care? Um, How good are you at social responsibility? You know, caring about what happens to other people, you know, doing charitable work or, donating large sums of money or your time to an organization, it's a way to reach out and be uh, socially responsible and also to really hone those interpersonal skills because who wants a hothead or an emotional mess working in a charitable organization? Those people have enough to deal with. They want people that are measured that have self-control and that can really contribute. And that's, that's all part of it. it. Also, one big piece that I mentioned earlier was decision-making. And that's tied directly to problem-solving and right. reality-testing. So you might, you might want to make a decision, but you have to test how real eventually that decision is going to be for you. 
So that's an important piece, and it goes right back to that understanding of being measured, of being in control, not flying off the handle. And I think today in companies, they're really doing courses around this. They're doing workshops on resilience, right? On work-life balance, on understanding. uh, Yes, you're absolutely correct. A lot lot is being done on resilience and work-life balance. But the point there is that there is no such thing really as work-life balance because you're one human being and you, you don't stop being you when you go to work or when you go home. So the bottom line there is that life is a continuum. It's one long line taking you from birth right to the end. And so you have to learn how to regulate yourself and how much energy to put out on certain things. So, for instance, if you put so much energy into work, there's lots of stories about people that there's one that I remember about a um, an engineer who was working on a big project and it kept getting postponed, but his wife needed heart surgery. And um, so they were putting off the heart surgery until he was done. Well, guess what? Before they were done, he died. Hmm. You know, so that was not a good example of using emotional intelligence because what's more important there? It's not being on the job. It's taking care of your personal life. And that's all part of emotional intelligence. It's all right. one and, thing. And, right. And because if you take care of your personal life, you're going to be better in your job. Right? You're going to be more exactly. focused. Right. You're going to have the balance. Exactly. All right. We're going to take a quick we're going to take a quick break. Mary, I know you do a lot of coaching for individuals. Tell people how they can find you and the type of coaching you do. And then we'll take a break and come back and talk more about emotional intelligence. Okay, so I do executive and corporate coaching. I focus on people that are in businesses and corporations, and it's very easy to get in touch with me. You can call me on my cell phone, which is 401-742-1965, or you can email me at mary at encoreexecutivecoaching.com. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Mary O'Sullivan, who is an executive coach, and talk more about emotional intelligence. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts 
offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio on Voice America Variety. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and we are back. And we are back with Mary O'Sullivan, who is certified by the International Coach Federation as a senior certified professional. She's an executive coach. She also has a certification by the Society for Human Resource Management, which is SHRM. And she's a certified EQ 2.0 and Q360 practitioner and an appreciative inquiry practitioner. And we are talking about EQ. And Mary has a certification in understanding this. EQ is emotional quotient. And it's just as important as IQ, which is intelligence quotient. So welcome back, Mary. And let's talk more about EQ. Where will EQ really serve you well? Why is it so important? Give us some examples. Yeah, it serves you well in that it, it helps in every aspect of your life. Because if you can function well emotionally and socially. You can relate to people well in an emotional and social manner. That leads to feelings of well-being. And our goal, in fact, I have to say every single client that I talk to, what they really want when we hammer it out is they want to be happy And I found that looking at people's emotional intelligence is the way really for them to see skills that they're not using, which if they used more of, could actually make them happy. And um, this also relates directly to performance, and that is job performance, uh, performance at home with your relatives, your in-laws. And it's not that easy to do, quite frankly, Patricia. It does take some practice. And some of the results from the tests I've administered to people have been absolutely shocking. And what do you mean? Really enlightening. So there was a client that was having trouble with an employee. And I, for my money, I thought he was being way too nice, but I couldn't say that. I had to get him to work through it. So we did the EQI 2.0 and it came up more than once 
that he was more concerned about others pe- other people's feelings than his own and that he often neglected his own emotions and worried more about others. So I asked him about that in relationship to this um, subordinate of his who was giving him a really hard time. And I said, you see how this person is getting away with being um, a little bit on the obstreperous side and um, not fully cooperating and going off on other tangents when you give him a task. And I said, and you always try to reason with him and give him an answer back, but what are you feeling inside? He's like, I'm mad, I'm feeling mad. But you're not expressing that in a a good way to communicate with him. There's lots of different ways to communicate with people that are like that. One of the ways to do it is you just step back for a moment and you let yourself feel that anger because it's a real emotion And then you say something like, okay, that's a great point. We're going to take it offline. And you get him to stop interrupting. And he had never thought of that. So he would be very angry inside, but he would try to be reasonable with this person instead of dealing with it. And those things often come through when you take this EQI 2.0, which is the individual assessment. So, and there was another client that took it, and her scores were way below the standard deviation. So, the standard deviation with EQ is the same as IQ. It's about 100. 15 points in either direction is perfectly acceptable. Her overall was 74. Some of her scores were in the 50s. So I did not give her her scores. I just went over her summary of each of each section of each skill, um, yeah. and it just came out that there was so much anger. But you know, these are things you feel, but when you see it in black and white, that's when you can address it. Because somebody can say to you, "You know, you're really an angry person," or "You really need to." You know, stop being so overly generous. Let's say somebody just opens up their bank account and gives it away to people, you know, without thought. Um, Those things come up when you take this EQ 2.0 assessment. So like common sense, good judgment is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. And decision making is one of those areas. And I think I um, touched on it before, problem solving, reality testing, and impulse control. Impulse control is one of the factors involved in emotional intelligence. And that can be taught. You can teach a dog impulse control. So we can certainly teach ourselves that. How do you feel... Yes, and, and, and my question is in terms of EQ, um, how do you feel, and, and you've kind of addressed all this about how it adds to your life, but if you combine that with intelligence quotient, then you really have something powerful going on, correct? Well, yes and no. You you need to have the IQ piece, obviously, to function in any complex um, organization, um, but most importantly is 
how you get along with people and how people perceive you. Are you somebody that's approachable or you can't go near that person with a 10-foot pole? So what's happening now in business, mostly with upper management, is that people are being chosen, not necessarily for their technical astuteness, but for how they get along with others. How do they communicate? How do they express themselves? Um, you know, how assertive or not assertive are, are they? How independent are they? Those are things that are, you know, key in developing leadership today. So you have to assume that there's a baseline of intelligence, of IQ, that a certain level of IQ has to be achieved. But IQ really doesn't change that much over time, and neither does personality. That's the difference between some of these personality tests like Myers-Briggs and some of the other ones, the DISC. They, they, um, they test for personality. And pretty much, I mean, you can scrape off some of the rough edges, but you're not going to really change people's personalities, and you really don't change people's IQs unless there's some kind of external factor. But for emotional intelligence, once people get the assessment, they understand the areas in which they can work on. They understand the areas in which they can actually change. So this is a really good change management tool as well as a very good measure of how somebody's going to behave in, in any given situation. And as a first responder... As a yeah, military officer. Mary, give us some examples of if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, boy, I hope I have good emotional intelligence. What, how could they practice it? Might be a couple of things you could do to develop it more. Absolutely. One of the things is think before you speak. You know, my mother used to say that. Think before you speak. Don't react right away. That's the number one Thing that people trip over. And years yep. ago when I was in Catholic school, they used to say, just take a breath and say a Hail Mary. That gives you that time that you need. It gives about 20 seconds to get over yourself, right? And then try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Try to show some empathy. So if you're thinking critically about a person, just try to understand things from the other point of view right? Um, And then you have to have a good sense of yourself, too. You have to have a good sense of your own self-regard. You have to understand in the world that you are important. I'm not talking about getting a big head or a huge ego. It's your own self-perception. That has to be on the level. You can't think too little of yourself or too much of yourself or you're going to, again, be prone to trip over different emotional uh, situations that you should be aware of. But really, that's the most important thing. And, um, you know, this all leads to emotional well-being. And really, what's more important than feeling good about yourself and having an optimistic outlook on life? Nothing can really replace that. If you think about Forrest Gump, 
he didn't have the highest IQ, but he was emotionally intelligent. Mm. Nobody's yeah, going to put Forrest Gump as the CEO of a big company, but he had emotional intelligence. All right, Mary, what would you like to leave our listeners with about emotional intelligence? What's your, what's your well, message? I, I think the most important thing is to find out where you stand if you're having a struggle in any situation. I would suggest that you uh, look for a practitioner, that you take the test. Right now, I am, um, I'm administering the test for just the cost of the test itself. It's like the SATs. It was scientifically developed, so you have to pay the license fee, and I have to do the payment because I'm certified, so I have to pay the license fee $60, and then I'll do your assessment for free, and normally those assessments, um, the charge is from $1,500 to $2,000 because they take a very, very long time to prepare. So those are my Mm. parting words. And just think about other people. Think about what others think of you and how you react in emotional situations. All right. And again, they can write to you, and you do have a special thing going on now for them to take the test. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they can get me at mary at encoreexecutivecoaching.com. All right. Mary, it's great to have you on the program. It really Thank is. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Yeah. All right. And again, write to Mary if you want to know more about emotional intelligence or her executive coaching services, EncoreExecutiveCoaching.com. Thanks so much. Stay on the line for a minute, Mary. All right. That wraps okay, up this great. half of our program. Okay. We're going to have another program for you coming right up, our second half of this hour, right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. 